Sci-Fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is Starburn's audio produced podcast. One believer, one skeptic, and one guest. If you have a five-star review, leave it on uh, trying to catch up. I can't sort by recent... Uh, so I actually need someone to leave a review so that I can see if it pops up because I, I don't know what's going on. If you want to be a Patreon, subscribe to our Patreons, patreon.com slash real life sci-fi, uh, become a friend of Charles Kwan, get up to two bonus episodes a week. Uh, Willie, how you doing? Uh, I, I, I feel, I feel pretty good. I feel the pandemic has treated us well, which is really dumb and lame to say, but we're just hanging out with the family. You know, we're, we're having a, a good time. How are you doing? Um, never been more miserable, but has nothing to do with the pandemic. Um, <laughs> let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF, <laughs> our guest, channel teacher and artist, Krista Risa. Well, hello, everyone. Hi. I'm Krista. Krista, so here's the thing. We did a pilot. In 2015. None of, none of, 2015, none of us were responsible for it. We were all approached to do this pilot where Willie and I came to your hometown and to your home and uh, like interviewed you basically, right? About being a starseed. Right. Um, do you just want to, can you explain what a starseed is? Sure. If you go on Wikipedia, it'll say star people and not star seed. And so the seeding part is commonly used in the undergrounds as the idea that we, we are seeding consciousness, those of us who identify as a star seed. And I wrote up a definition of it in my book called Star Seed Survival as a noun. And a star seed is someone who is a believer, number one, a believer in extraterrestrial life, or two, a contactee experiencer, three, someone with uh, supernatural but quite natural abilities, or four, someone who believes in or has awareness, excuse me, has awareness of their own multidimensionality. Willie, do you want to... uh... I don't know. Translate. Can you translate any of that? <laughs> um, I, I think that the, the, okay, the simple version, I mean, ah, fuck that's, that, that's all really great. I, I love that you did that because it is very concise, but basically it, it is, it could be one version is it's an alien soul jumping into a human physical existence to experience that one version. Uh, and this is me reinterpreting what you're saying. And I know that that's like well, the, no, no, I, ju- I just came across that, what you just said. That wasn't my version, but I came across that idea. It's so trippy. Yeah. And then, and then when you say um, um, awareness of your multidimensionality, it, it, it's what, what that means is that, you know, there are, sp- there are spatial dimensions around us. There are, there, are, there are so many different dimensions around us that w- our consciousness exists in different planes. And so... Sure, I, I believe in that, but I don't have awareness of that. And so you you yourself could the your own consciousness could be like an alien. And if you could connect to that, you could be experiencing 
the universe from an alien perspective or, or, you know, just connecting to a different version of yourself that. So what's the difference between that and death? Like if you're in a, if you're in another planet in another body projecting your consciousness yet, what's the difference between that and being dead in the spirit world? I know. Right. Well, My difference would be that I don't believe in consciousness after death. Yeah. And, so and where that's does the thing. It come is that, from? Where does the consciousness come from in the first place? Well, Krista, I'm, I'm just going to say this to you. I mean, a lot of people don't believe in consciousness. I, I, I do. A a lot of people don't even, even people that, um, well, I don't know. I mean, it's a hard pill to swallow for, because, because we, nobody experiences it, you know? Sure, people that have near-death experiences or out-of-body experiences, when people have specific interactions, let's just compare it to ghosts. Most people don't believe in ghosts. I mean, I won't say most. No matter what you believe before you see a ghost, and when you see one, it changes your perception of everything. And so most people don't experience consciousness. Crickets. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, no, I know, I know. But, okay, what does that mean? Well, but I like, think, but hang on, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah, I, I feel like you guys have a different definition of consciousness that I'm not aware of. Uh, I understand consciousness. I don't think, I don't know what you mean by that. I don't believe in consciousness because I believe in consciousness. I'm conscious. What is consciousness? Well, I, okay, I see what you're saying, Wade. Yes, yes. I guess, I guess, whenever I say consciousness i definitely mean something that exists without my physical body when i say consciousness i don't mean that i'm a conscious being that is aware of things i mean that like my i'm just going to say soul i know that's a weird word but my soul is my consciousness and it exists after my body dies and so every time i say consciousness i just mean soul yeah that makes sense to me okay what are we talking about <laughs> yeah believing in a soul basically well, wait, do you want to do the wow scale? Well, I want to prime it first. Oh, um, word, word. Krista, like, I can already guess what you're going to be. But how into, like, how into, like, conspiracy theories are you as a whole? Into it? I'm not into into it at all. In Being okay. into something is is when you, when you have a thing, like a, like a hobby. Like I'm into playing basketball, so once a week I'll go practice shooting hoops. I don't go looking for conspiracies like a thing, but they have they happen to me. I want to go shoot baskets again. Fuck. Sorry, go on. Um, well, no, I just I mean, but that's like so. I mean, that's right. Like your Willie, you your conspiracy theory sort of beliefs are like a hobby. Oh, a hundred percent. It gets me in trouble because people, I don't know. I mean, I think it's fascinating that, you know, people believe things that other people don't, you know, I, that fascinates me. And people have a faith in, in conspiracy theories that, you know, and I have mine too. I just, um, and I know that I pick and choose and I can make things work for me, you know, and that's just what everybody does in life. It, but it is fascinating to me to find out what people believe in and what they don't believe in. All right. Well, that's a good transition into the wow scale. Wow scale. 
So Wow Scout stands for Wade or Willie. It's a scale from one to five. You're either a Wade or a Willie or anywhere in between. It's a spectrum. Okay. Are you ready to take the Wow scale? <laughs> Definitely. First question is a three-parter. I'll ask all three parts and then you can uh, answer. Fuck. Ah, sorry, I'm killing a ah, I'm killing a bug. I'm violently killing a bug. Is that okay to kill bugs in your no. world? No. Even if they eat, even if they're moss, they eat holes in my clothes. Well, as as long as it's not a mantid or a bumblebee. It was a moth. I don't know where that categorizes. Okay. Oh shit! Something's happening now. Fuck. All right. I hit something uh, when I killed that living animal creature. <laughs> all right. First question, three-part question. I'll ask all three parts, and then you can answer them. Part one, do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that aliens have visited Earth in the last 300 years? If so, do you believe... Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck, I switched that. I already know what your answers are going to be, so I'm fucking it yeah. up. Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe that they've ever visited Earth? Do you believe they visited Earth in the last 300 years? Yeah. Yes to all. Yeah. Because do you consider yourself an alien? <laughs> That's a really That's a hard real question. question. It's like, do you like your mom or your dad better? Are you human or ex- or extraterrestrial? How do you answer well, that? Well, if I asked Willie, do you consider yourself a Filipino? Um, th- that's funny because my blood is that, but I don't consider myself one. Yeah, well, there's then there's the nationalism versus the the race. Yeah, it's a it's a, uh, what's a good way. Because I, you know, I didn't, I guess my mom was a typical Filipino mom, but I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to go there. I don't. Well, let's just let Krista answer because my question for you was, <laughs> was odd from the beginning. So you're saying, yeah, it's a hard question because you're, because you're half, right? I'm an experiencer. And... I am integrating the part of myself that is extraterrestrial. Here's a good way to sort of expound on this. There's a litany of um, like aliens for, for lack of a better word that Willie has told me about over the years, like Nordics, reptilians, tall grays. What are the others? Like, whatever you get it. Do you believe in any of those? I think I know where you're going with this. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to understand, like, what an alien is. Oh yeah, I mean that. That's. I guess I'm just going to jump onto what he's saying and add to it. Like, it's a tough question. Like, do you believe that there are different races of aliens visiting Earth? Yeah. Like, here's what I like about these beliefs. Like that, there's a whole like sort of Lord of the Rings kind of like story where there's all these different races of aliens. Um, I mean, you already answered yes. Uh, so I guess that's the end of my non-question. Moving on. Let's go, <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go deeper into this because here's the dilemma that so many people have: is what is explained by Buddhism, and we have, according to Buddhists, a rational mind, a spiritual mind and an emotional mind. And so not wanting to go deeper in the question could be like an emotional block. But no, then, we can go into it. Um, 
But then taking a face value answer of yes or no is satisfying the rational, but then the spiritual mind was left empty. Unless well, you there's also the, that it's just one mind. There's also the mind that's worried about um, that we have a limited amount of time to do this episode. <laughs> and uh, Unless I'm the aliens come and abduct us, then there's no time. Hey, fucking now would be the perfect time for that to happen. But do you believe, Wade? Like, what do you believe? Oh, I don't believe in any of it. Okay. So it doesn't exist. No. I like it as 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 a mythology, but that's all. Okay, so why why the mythology? Like, why would people come up with this idea? Like, why should I, you know, for the skeptics, like, why would I go on the internet as a pretty good-looking female, kind of vulnerable? Like, why would I make myself vulnerable like that for harassment, saying that kind of shit? I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not attacking you. I just think... Um... For the same reason people like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and the totally. Bible, uh, I think like a fetish? people like as stories a as a fetish. Like <laughs> a fetish like I'm Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there. Are you are you Hufflepuff or Slytherin or something? <laughs> I would okay, probably bye. be I don't know what I would I don't I don't follow Harry Potter enough to know. Are Slytherin, least- I guess. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe okay. with a little Hufflepuff fl- thrown in there. Uh, a little Aragorn. With some, with some yeah. uh, Raven's Claws. Uh, is that one of them? Yeah. Which one is Which one All is right, Harry? Second is question. Hufflepuff? Harry is the fucking main one. The fucking dumb, like, the, the what's Jedis it, of... What's it called, of, though? Which one is it? I don't know. Do you know, Krista, which one Harry is in? He's in the one that's the best. I know. I love that none of us know yeah. the name. That's awesome. Like, all the shit falls on Harry's neck. <laughs> Everyone else just screwing around. He's the one who's in the cupboard taking all the shit. And then this big guy with a beard comes and picks him up and gives him a birthday cake. And he's orphans confused. Second question. Do you believe in ghosts? I have to. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because a nine-year-old told me at my cleaning job that she sees them. What do you do? Okay, but you've never, you've never seen a ghost? You don't have any ghost stories or anything? I have never seen a physical... Uh, excuse me, that's funny. I have never seen a ghost <laughs> apparition. <clears throat> okay what about yeah, bigfoot so do you believe in bigfoot do i believe in bigfoot yes i believe in bigfoot i believe in aliens i believe in ghosts i believe in bigfoot um psychics do you believe in psychics yes all right let me take it a step further. Do you believe in telekinesis that they could that there are people out there that can move objects with their mind? Yes. Okay, last question. This is a well, I'll just say it. Uh, are you superstitious or do you believe in superstitions? No. See, what the <laughs> fuck? The scale is perfect. It's fucking perfect. Uh I yeah, see. 
Why, so, so why don't you believe in superstitions? Because nothing's going to happen if I see a black cat or walk under a ladder. What, who, who came up with that? You could just make up a superstition anxiety attack about anything. Yeah. Right? Gary Vee said it. Gary Vee said you could be anxiety about everything. Oh, if I put on some green lipstick I, and walk backwards, like there's a difference between German folklore that's actually real and some crap that the Puritans came up with to control us religiously in 1750. That's really great. Okay, well, let's see in the wow scale, you're a straight up five. Uh, Have we ever had a five before? Well, we've had plenty of fives, but okay. I think not only, only once did we, we've never really pinpointed the, the fifth question as a Wade question. That's only kind of like a recent development. Yeah. So it's hard to say, Oh shit. It's eight. That means people are going to be screaming. I'm a five Krista, just so you know. So I believe wow, you're five of those, of those. Well, obviously like, th- obviously you're spectrum. a five. It stands for Wade or Willie. But aren't you, guys, you supposed to be one and ten? Well, no, it's five and zero. Yeah. Oh, it's like college all over again. <laughs> no, the the one and ten thing would be college. American college. Oh, snap. In Europe, it's a one to five. Five is the best. One is really bad. Uh, all right. Well, so... We've got a weird episode because we don't really have a topic. So there's no real life to do. There's no sci-fi to do. Willie, no- I don't know. Do you want? Do you want to do your uh, uh, your sentence thingy? Yeah. That you do tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi. Star seeds, alien souls having a human experience. Star people seeding consciousness. Is any of this real? If so, what are aliens doing here? And could they be humanity's savior? Find out tonight as we talk to us, RC, on Real Life Sci-Fi. Okay. Um, what now? Like, I'm at a loss. What do you want to talk about? So here's my thing. Let me let me ask you. Let me start by asking you a, 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 a question, Krista. You can answer it however you want. I've watched a lot of stuff on on Star Seeds, and I, I, it's funny because I've never heard it called Star People. That's that's cool. It's it's weird because it makes it hard to look up. Anyways, um, now I know that you in your life have probably experienced, whether it be in in person or digitally or whatever, you've experienced people telling you that they don't believe you that they don't believe in your life that for, for, for whatever reason that they have, whatever. But my, but my question to you is um, how do you, how do you know that you're a star seed? <laughs> That's such a good question because I knew I was going to have to answer this question on the show. I knew I was going to have to explain that. How do you know what you know? And let's compare this to mushrooms. Now, I did not have any sort of extraterrestrial contact on mushrooms. I wasn't doing um, zero. Like I'd never done mushrooms before. But Stanford Science now credits what Native people have known since forever, which is that plants give us information. So just wrap yeah. that around your head, right? Yep. Uh huh. Like you guys are in Cali. You just you got it legalized. 
there's memes about weed telling me stuff. How the heck does that happen? It's like people who say they're telepathic with their cat. How do you know your cat said something to you or something like this? Okay. With that being said, how do I know what I know? Like, how do I know that I come from a water planet? I could have just made it up. And so when you are having an experience, kind of like these people in this military abduction programs, they have false memories inserted into their brain. And so they're trying to figure out what's actually real and what was clockwork orange induced into their minds through an external force. And I guess the answer is, <laughs> is my memory, is the memory that I am now retrieving from my DNA organic or false? Oh, that's, that's great. Hey, can I do a pause real quick? Um, Wade, uh, when she was talking about that, do you know about the, the military abduction stuff? Uh, I guess not. I don't know what you, I mean, yeah, that, that I, I, she said that and I don't know if you've, if you, cause I just assume everybody knows everything I know, but that's not the case. Um, there are a lot of people saying that a lot of alien abductions are done by the military, that they have the technology maybe taken from aliens, probably taken from aliens, but that a lot of the alien abductions are actually orchestrated by the military. We could talk all day about why, but, but I, I do believe the military is doing alien abductions. Have you, so have you ever heard of that before? Wade? I mean, no, but that sounds like a hedging our bets kind of scenario where it's like, Oh, <clears throat> if you don't believe in alien abductions, then oh, I guess maybe the government was doing it too. Also, you know, like so. Well, it's like, I like I I believe alien abductions happen also, but I think that the military is doing some too. Do you do you, Chris? That's you, the definition of hedging your bet. <laughs> do you do you believe look that up? Hedging your bet. What does that mean? It's it's when you know you're going to lose a bet, so you make a bet against your original bet so that you don't lose as much money. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. If if I am real, if I were an alien or if I can talk to the aliens, I would want Wade to be my earth guide for how to configure things like paper money. All right. Listen, you don't, you don't, I mean, is this called gambling? Is this a gamble uh, earth thing? (laughs) (laughs) You know about the NFL. Did you guys hear about my Las Vegas trip as an alien? No. I consistently predicted double eights. Yeah. It must have been extraterrestrial senses. What game has double eights? The one where you throw these two cube-looking things. What you mean? You mean double sixes? Uh, I meant double fours. Oh oh oh! Oh, hard eights. (laughs) Yeah, hard eight. <laughs> You're talking craps. That's a hard eight. Oh, that's what humans call it. Oh my god! <laughs> a hard eight with my bottle of beer, and then you drop the balls into the beer cups. What game is that called? Is that for exchange of knowledge? What? How? How? What? At what level are you fucking with us right now? <laughs> what was it? What was where? Did you document this trip? To Vegas? Yeah, I pulled it out of the Akashic Records. So it so no, it hasn't, really, it's so doc- it hasn't it, happened it, yet? It's, 
No, it's on YouTube, but it's it's been made private. It's an X file now. Did you win a lot of money? Did you win a lot of money from predicting uh, craps? I did not. It's oh. against my morale. But were you sitting at the table guessing what they were going to roll? Yes, sir. I blew on the dice, as you call it, and it rolled double four, as I told it to. That's awesome. When you ask about telekinesis, perhaps it was that sort of thing that we have on our home planet. Um, how would you dis- How would you explain the Akashic Records in a nutshell? What's your What's your version? A library in the fourth dimension that has all the memories of Earth. What's your take on who's reading it? Is that meant for us to access it, or is it meant for to be a record, or is it meant for another species to, to, to access it? Only those who have access can read the records. Not everyone is granted permissions. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, Krista, why, why did you visit Sedona? I went to meet Arcturus Ra. You know him? Yeah, we, we met him when we did the pilot for the CW. <laughs> yeah, that's my man. Sedona is filled with star seeds. Really? That's amazing. I've been looking for them. Do you know, well, do you know about the vortexes there? I've heard that they're highly magnetically charged due to the layer of hematite 300 feet below the surface, creating a cloud of free energy that affects the quartz crystal layer that Sedona nestles upon amplified by the layer of iron, thus calling it the red rocks. I want to get into like the energies of the earth. You came from a, a species that lived in the water. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my memories are blocked. Is there any, not all of them. Is there any information that has come from your previous existence or existences that have shed, that have given you any information on your existence now? Yes. I was channeling a message for a person and within that channeling said to them that this message came from amphibious consciousness, not knowing why. The next week, I went to a grocery store in Sedona with my husband and we ran into a friendly couple and started talking about UFOs. Within that excitement, a kind of hobo guy came up to us near the potatoes and proceeded to explain that he was a Palladian. And he was very excited to overhear that we were discussing UFOs. And he explained to us that he had a spaceship that crash landed here 30,000 years ago. Most interesting. When he proceeded to explain his supernatural gifts and abilities to us for his own reasons, I decided to take charge to get answers from my own experience, which was, who am I channeling? That's one of the first questions people ask you. Oh, you channel? Who are you channeling? And I said, the Orion Council. He explained, oh, I can see them. So I said, what do they look like? He said, they look like amphiboid human, amphibious humanoids, which means frog-like. So not reptilian, not Nordic, but frogs. And I asked my psychic friends, because I had a bunch of psychic friends who say they are psychic and see ghosts and that sort of thing. And they said, yeah, I can see the Rhine Council. They look like frogs floating above your head. 
Uh, okay, Willie is now showing a book to us. What? This is the. You understand this is, this is a this is a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was showing it so that you would ask about it. <laughs> oh, okay. What is there to ask? I mean, this is the book that she wrote. Um, one of the books that she wrote, or Orion Council here. Oh, uh, this is your book. Okay. Yeah. I was just showing this you the first the, uh, the first one from when I started channeling with my mom. I, I mean, I, you know, it's funny because I, I just have so many questions that I'm like stumping myself. Um, Wade, do you have any, do you have any questions based on anything she said? Cause I, I, I can go anywhere, but like, do you, uh, like, what? So you talked about the, the vortex energy a little bit about what, what was going on in Sedona a little bit. Um, I know you just visited there, but um, do you, do you still make pyramids? You mean organite pyramids? Yeah, yeah. I would make organite pyramids, but Carl Wines trademarked the word organite, which affects a lot of small businesses. They're not allowed to use the word. And now we have what is called forganite. Okay. Basically, photonically charged quartz crystal pyramid sands which is the organic material placed inside a resin with a layer of metallic substance, such as copper beads to expel the negative ions, which is basically the same as having tons of plants or salt lamps in your room. And they are known to produce wellness effects. Well, okay. So let me, let me ask you this from that. What's your take on the pyramids? Have you, channeled that before have you talked to you about, about that before have you what, what's your take on why yeah. why they were built or the ryan councils is something very strange yeah the ryan councils is something very strange about pyramids which i'll tell you again uh obviously the connection we're talking about orion and so we know that the giza pyramids line up with the stars of orion alilam ali tuck and mintika um and if you look into the stan romanek documentary he was visited by these beings who said they came through the belt of orion implying that we're in some sort of hypercube that take you know through the belt you enter another universe you know (laughs) the ancient egyptians probably knew a lot more about that than we do yeah and uh which has to do with the whole idea of consciousness moving um or your physical vessel moving to the stars humans perhaps becoming interstellar to take it to up a notch um so what is my personal connection to ryan i've been trying to figure that out i've been told a lot of things i know i don't feel like i'm from there i feel like i'm from other places and i've gotten coordinates i've gotten weird symbols i've gotten knowledge about things that i did not know before because of the service work i'm doing for the planet when we talk about things like Akashic access, so access to knowledge through benevolent action. And what I've uncovered, hey, this is most- what I've uncovered about the Giza, hey, I call my husband Moose too, that's so funny, Moosey. Hey, you Moose. Hey, hi. Um, okay. <laughs> and the, the Egyptians were highly concerned with the afterlife. As we know, there have been all kinds of grave robberies, 
and excavations that have been covered up by people like Ali Wasad to help us understand, excuse me, to cover up um, maybe some truth, maybe some knowledge that's possibly stored in the Vatican. And there's this ongoing investigation of the King's Chamber and the highly advanced technology there. Uh, but a lot of the star seeds have been saying that there is a passageway there. So I kind of looked into it and I came across what are called the Halls of Amenti. And if you look into Billy Carson's work, he talks about the Halls of Amenti, which are mentioned in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, aka Tehuti in Kemetic uh -huh. language. Yeah. And this is where you would your consciousness would leave your vessel to travel to other places. So if you're leaving Earth, where do you go? Really? And and so this whole fascination with the pyramids, I mean Patrick Flanagan, may he rest in peace, was well known for his inventions with the pyramidal, quote unquote pyramidal healing, which the Russians have tons of science about. Uh, and so it's not been that much popularized in America, except through people like Patrick Flanagan, who work with uh, dolphin intelligence. And he had a very strange happening with his business partner who was compromised because of the information knowledge they have about dolphins. So my point is that a lot of the knowledge is hidden. And we now know that there's something going on in Giza. There's been something going on. And the connection to Orion exists in the mythology of many indigenous groups and people who believe they need to jump in to the Milky Way after death and go to Orion. So it seems like a sort of destination or a goal of souls to get to Orion. Why? I do not know. Word. Uh, my transmissions continually discuss the star of Beetlejuice, <laughs> which is Wade's favorite movie, but it's spelled differently. It's overrated. I mean, he has terrible teeth, the guy, like yellow. And... <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's tough to look English at. English porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my, my point is that there there's there's been something going on in Orion yeah. and there there is there exists a hypothesis that Star Wars is about the Orion Wars and I'll I'll leave it at that for the millennials who are listening. <laughs> it's funny, I've never um had that put together in front of me and I, I that's great, the fact that yeah, I know that the Egyptians were very into the afterlife, but it's like, oh, snap what if they knew that their soul could go somewhere and they needed to get to a certain place i mean that's fascinating and could come back <laughs> like imagine you could just leave your body and come back it's kind of like astral travel which i can't consciously do can you guys astral project no i want i want to get into it but i i feel like i have to do um um i think lucid dream is a baby step to astral projection because um I think as soon as you have the fear of losing control kind of fucks with you. And I, I imagine if you're astrally projecting, that could, that could be bad, but you know, the fear is I'm trying to drop my fears on everything. I have anxiety, but fears kept me from doing too many things in my life. And like, yeah, they say that they hear, hear this whooshing sound, like a storm in their ears when they're starting to leave the body and crackling 
pop sounds before they exit through one of the energy nadis of the body. And the Buddhists say that you want to do this through the top of your head when you die. <laughs> so when you're sleeping, I have no idea how your body, astral body leaves your physical vessel, if you believe in that. Uh, but yeah, it sounds kind of daunting because you, you slowly snap back as soon as you experience fear. Yeah. Well, listen, it's about time for a break. Why don't we oh, take wait. a quick Great. break? I, yeah, I, I have nothing to ask because it's all so over my head, you know? Well, I want to talk about the Orion Council when we get back. Okay, so we'll be back uh, after the break talking about the Orion Council with Krista Raisa. Raisa. Or Raisa. 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 Excelente. Uno momento. Really Bad Movies in association with Craig's Fine Grocery Stores presents A Normal Family. Billy, catch the ball. Billy, catch it. I'm going to throw it. Billy. A possessed knife. Hey, Billy, where'd you get that? Why? Well, because Mom wanted, wanted to cut some ham that she just cooked, and she doesn't have a knife. She's looking for one. Bring that to Mom. This knife turns anyone that touches it into a cold-blooded killer. Mom? What's wrong? The ham's over there. Mom? 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 Blood Blade 4. Bloodbath. You don't need to see the other three to enjoy the thrills. And the kills. And the chills. I wish Mommy didn't kill Billy. He was cool. The knife. It has me. It has control of me. What are you talking about, Greg? Put that... What are you doing? Greg, put that thing down, man. That's a serious weapon. Greg! Everyone killed everyone. Everyone did it. I don't get it. Wait. Maybe I do. Uh... Blood Blade 4. Bloodbath. Hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We are here talking to Krista Reisa uh, about she is a star seed, and uh, we're we're just kind of picking rain. You can call it rain. Is it a consciousness? Are we picking a consciousness? Are we are we picking like what are we picking if not her brain? Let's check the phrenology chart. Krista, I ha- I had a question for you. So when when you did you ever live in Sedona? Yep. So um, I, I remember when we did the the, the show, I, I, I remember you guys, when we did the pilot, I remember you guys mentioning that you felt like you were called to move to Sedona. That's the ongoing theory is that star seeds feel drawn to Sedona because of the intergalactic activity there. Possibly <laughs> portals, who knows, spacecraft, could be a bunch of things. Wade does not believe in star seeds, right? Am I putting your words in your mouth? You... I mean, I don't believe in aliens. And if aliens are, if star seeds are from aliens, then yeah, I guess I don't believe in star seeds. And then, and then my, I come from the standpoint of, I believe, I believe this is all possible. I haven't seen it. Well, wait, can I, can I qualify that? Because I do believe in aliens. I shouldn't have said I don't believe in aliens. Um, 
but I don't believe that they visited Earth, and so I'm not sure like how to stand on star seeds, you know. And 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 I like I believe I believe this is all possible. I have not seen anything to make me go like to have faith in it, but I, I believe in the possibility. My question is what like when I hear this, I'm like, oh, if if star seeds are are feel like they're being called to a, to an area, it makes me wonder if there's if they're supposed to be doing any sort of business here. Like I I feel like our disconnect to our past lives is on purpose because it's not necessary for us to have this experience, but if you can connect to your alien life and, and you feel like you're being drawn somewhere, my, my questions are like, do you, do you feel like there's business to be done there or you're drawn there because you are aware of energies that like people, regular people can't perceive for some reason, maybe third eye, maybe, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think about that, Krista? The first thing that comes to mind is a kind of spiritual Mecca. Why do thousands of people lean against the cube and bang their head on it? Why do people do what they do in a ritualistic sense that has a deep significant meaning to them as on their bucket list? That's kind of what Sedona is. And to people like the Hopi Native Americans, it's a holy place. This is where people would come and bury the dead. And so you have groups like Sinagua and Yavapai come and going through here. They've left a ton of evidence that they lived here. So what did, what were they doing here? Were they in contact? They say they wouldn't want to live here. Some of them say they wouldn't want to live here because it's a holy place and that you can lose your mind. Uh, they say that you don't want to live there because you can lose your mind there which is kind of interesting it, there's a lot of intrigue around Sedona and it's become more and more popular on Instagram for people who like to do things like yoga or meditation or UFO sky tours feeling energies of crystals. The question really is why? Is it a holy place for extraterrestrials? There's a lot of information suggesting that there is some safety, but at the same time, you have military planes flying over it. And we know now that there are more bases than Area 51 that are active, at least Orion Council says that 100% through whistleblowers. Like, like Emery Smith, can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It freezes. Okay. And well, my personal experience when I went there wasn't to go on a pilgrimage at all. Although I heard about this thing called Crimson Circle, which this guy Jeff Hoppy channels Adamus, I had no interest in going in going there. I went there to meet my boyfriend. So you pose the, I mean, you kind of pose this question about like holy places and stuff like that. 
Mecca and, 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 and those kinds of things. So do you think that like with Sedona, Arizona, there is like some sort of like old shit. It froze. So my question, can you hear me now? Krista? (laughs) Yes. So my question is because you, because you kind of reference like these old timey, like ancient, um, Holy places that have a lot of history. Do you think that Sedona like has more history than, than we know about? And that's why people are drawn to it. That's a really good question. Cause I only know about this in back wait, 800 years and it was settled in early 1900s, like 1914. So, I mean, there's a ghost town right next to Sedona. If you visit there, it's called Jerome. It, they have a haunted tour. And there's an asylum that has a ton of paranormal activity. So considering that, and the kid who told me she sees ghosts, that was in Sedona. And yeah, I've met a bunch of unusual people there. I guess you could you could also argue that like what what makes something historical like just because we're modern doesn't mean that like something can't be historical. And like during, during when we're living in it. Right. So like, like um, what's the, what's the, what's the stone that people kiss in, is it Jerusalem in Israel? Is it Jerusalem? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you know all about the aliens. You know all about the aliens. You don't know about the fucking. I, all I'm I, saying is like, there's, there's nothing. <sighs> I guess my point is people could be drawn there because it's a modern day holy site and we we don't know why it is, right? Because my whole thing is like why do holy sites exist? Yeah, and then and then they can throughout the history of humans they build holy sites on top of holy sites. So what they're finding is that like oh, wonder this holy site is another one that that we can't dig up because you can't ruin the one on top. Um, so it's like, is there, is the reason why they're there because, I mean, well, I'll just say, I believe the reason why those holy sites are holy are for the same reason that Sedona is considered a holy area in that realm, because the energies of the earth allow you to open up there. It's not that, it's not that like ghosts or spirits or aliens are going there. That's just a place that opens you up to see them but they're actually everywhere. There's this tunnel underground that blows air. Just amazing. You you go walk out on the land and you see this little ditch. Looks like a coyote or something could have dug it. And there's this circle blowing air out from underneath the earth. The heck is that? There are people who went to Boyan Canyon and they said they seen a cabin appear, disappear. They talk about these screen walls that you can't get past. Husbands getting freaked out and the wife wants to go deeper into the canyon. Theories of hairy big man, seven feet tall, coming and going. Rocks being thrown. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, what? like when I hear you say all that, I'm like, oh, this uh, could be a place where you you – the lines of time and dimension might be blurred and you're seeing different realities, different dimensions, whatever. I don't know. I mean, because of that energy. Um, 
Krista, the um, now now you channeled the Orion Council, and um, when we interviewed you, you channeled that the council. And um, I just want to bring up a couple things that we mentioned during those during that session because, um, well, first off, in the pilot, which no one will ever be able to see, like I started asking the Orion Council about <clears throat> the Akashic records, and their their answer was sufficient enough for me to go oh fuck like there's something to this but that got cut out because i I mean i don't specifically remember because it got cut out i just remember that was a turning point for me where i was like oh fuck like that's interesting yeah it speaks to me and then the other thing was wade asked the so the well tell us who the orion council is and then i'll tell you the question that i want to talk about (laughs) right okay so they work for the federation of planets and I was like, are they angels? Mm, they work for the Federation of Planets. So wrap that around your head. And they look amphiboid, you know, like people with some frog features. And they talk about transmitting from, I can't say it in French, Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse. Just sounds so much better than Beetlejuice. <laughs> Betelgeuse. <laughs> uh, right. And... Okay, <laughs> they change a number when they transmit so i imagine them around the table like on the book cover you showed i imagine them around a table focusing on this diamond thing and sending a telepathic message to me in their advanced <laughs> ultra celestial way uh, but they you know so mainly i'm getting phone calls through my Anta Karana, which is, you know, where where Jews wear the yarmulke. Uh-huh. Uh, and men men usually have a swirl, a swirly, the swirly part of your hair there. And uh, that's where I got the electric zap when I first started channeling. It came through there. And this is a, called the Rainbow Bridge. So for ancient Vedics, Hindu in Hinduism, the Anta Karana is a rainbow bridge which connects you to the fifth dimension. So it surpasses the astral plane and goes to this other dimensional awareness or something. And this is how they transmit. So mainly I'm getting phone calls and relaying messages. I I'm not getting, you know, a portfolio saying, Hey, this is what we look like. These are but they have given me names. Uh. And it's been a slow, steady, benevolent, loving introduction to who they are, probably possibly so I don't get totally scared. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really the basics. Um, and so, so when you were channeling the Orion council for us, um, we got to ask them questions. Um, and way, Wade asked who would win the Super Bowl that year. And it, it was really great because their answer was, um, was you know whoever wants whoever wants to win it the most basically, and uh, do do you know who won the Super Bowl that year, Wade? In two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't that, remember. That was the year the Broncos beat the the Panthers. That's so funny. I just I I just thought that was really funny because it was like. You know that that's who. You know, they, it's funny they even answer that because they don't answer every question, and they don't even have to transmit. Like, here's the thing: I just want the listeners to know is that when somebody's channeling for real, 
is is like you gotta have some kind of some kind of level of decency because they don't have to talk you know they don't have to do anything and i think that's really important to remember yeah and i mean i mean ultimately this is my thing here you are you're able to channel a galactic council have they ever have you ever asked them or have they ever mentioned about humanity joining them what do you mean well, joining I mean, a council, joining their council. Well, I, I, I guess I mean joining the galactic community because I. I mm. That's I, a really good question. I don't think they've really talked about that. It seems like a kind of prelude or warm up, but what they do talk about is ascension constantly. I only bring that up because when I, whenever I look at. So like in the, I think it was the seventies. I don't, basically, um, somebody, Jane Roberts, she, she started channeling Seth. There's this whole Seth speaks series out there about the information that she was channeling from an, an entity. Do you know about Seth speaks? Oh yeah. And then, and then, um, here we have the Orion council and, and, and then also, you know, are you familiar with Stephen Greer? Yes. Like he, yes. he talks about um, being able to communicate with with aliens and whatnot, and basically, in, in all, and and you know the 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 channelings of Thoth. To me, in all of these realms, um, they all lead to the same thing, where it's basically like anybody has this power of light. We are creative beings. We we have powers that we cannot, that we aren't aware of, and um, um, it's just it, it's basically all within ourselves. And it just makes me say, like, have you have you experienced any of this light power? Yes, a mid channel. How do you? convince people that that's real because to me this is like a person by person this is the only way that we're going to be able to go into the future is by looking within to figure out the universe and i I just don't think anybody else is on board with that (laughs) i mean as a as a giant population it's a dirty job (laughs) it's a dirty dirty job i mean what do you what what are your thoughts on on? Well, I mean, what what is this light power that? I'm just trying to think of 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 things in this realm to get people interested in this. Not to say that that power is the reason you should have that. The, the creation power. <laughs> hey, you know, you keep saying I know. You know exactly what you're doing. How. He's your alien mind. What do you have? What do you have to say to anybody who doesn't believe? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how. I don't even know what I'm trying to ask. My question is: yeah. Do you feel like, without leading you too much, do you feel like this information is being kept from people on purpose? That they are light. That anybody is capable of. I I want to just say figuring out the universe on their own. Oh, snap. Whoa. Can anyone figure out the universe? You're going to ask me that. 
Well, I mean, have you seen anything like when I'm, when, you know, when I talk about experiencing light power or anything like that, have you, have you experienced anything that made you say that like, I need to tell people about this or, or, I mean, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah, to, bl- that was, that was the channeling that, that is exactly the vibe when you start channeling. Well, wait, actually, no, that's not true. Not everybody wants to tell the world. That's where I'm a little bit different. I know people who've channeled for their husbands in the basement for 20 years, but I could only channel in the basement for two weeks before I had to tell YouTube. When I look at the way America is run right now, and I don't mean who's running it. I just mean the the day-to-day business of America. Americans, corporations, whatever. Do you feel like... um, this this information fits into the world you know that's that that's kind of what i'm getting at is how do you take because to a lot of people this feels like you know regular mysticism or you know just myth like what do you what do you what do you say to someone who what do you say to wade what do you say to wade i say wade was your dinner hot or cold tonight do you guys remember being a kid and like your parents' friends would come over and then they would be talking about a lot of stuff uh, and you didn't really understand or care about it? That's uh, <laughs> exactly how I feel right now. I have no grasp on what's happening. Like I'm listening to words being said and that's about it. That's I, I would love to chime in more, but I honestly have no idea what we're talking about. But that's because you guys consumed ethanol. No, I'm very high function. I'm a very high functional ethanol holic. <laughs> I mean, you ethanol it should be stabilizing alphas. So people drink alcohol to stabilize their alpha brain, and most people are operating in beta or theta brain wave. So if you're swimming with a dolphin, you're around eight hertz frequency. Like when dolphin makes makes when dolphins make noises that's eight hertz so when you're stressed out from your job you have to pay the rent hustle you're more at six hertz as an average human brain now when you're smoking a joint you feel better right you're gonna tell me it's the cannabinoids endocannabinoid system blah 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 and takes away your anxiety obvious but what what do what do pot smokers say all the time they say they're tuning into Earth, earth frequency. What does that mean? They're they're getting the Mama Gaia or something. The plant realm. They're talking about seven point eight three hertz. That's that's the frequency of Earth. So, <laughs> what baffles me is if the average human mind is at six hertz, but then Earth can be at a higher frequency. Like the planet is at a higher frequency than our brain. Well, why are Tibetan monks at eleven hertz? Why is Daryl Anka channeling Bashar extraterrestrial getting up to 11 hertz? That's freaking huge. If the frequency of Earth goes up, it changes in size and expands. That's, that's why people are obsessed with this Schumann resonance conspiracy. Like They're saying it went up. Well, it actually spikes. So when you're having a drink, you're stabilizing your alpha. But when you're having an epiphany on weed or you're in a heightened meditative state, You've consumed an entheogen. You had some tantric sex. You're spiking into higher brain frequencies. And it can, so all of this can be explained 
through biology, even the pyramids. What about, um, what do you say about mixing weed and alcohol? Does that just keep you? uh... (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) you mean from a galactic perspective, do they smoke joints on other planets? Oh, for sure. But as far as the pyramids are concerned, why do pathogen, you put a tomato under a pyramid, it lasts longer. When it's at a certain angle, like 51 is Giza, 72 is Nubian. Why are churches having those really high, steep uh, towers? Because people think they're getting closer to God. Well, why would they get closer to God through a triangle angle? When in Russia, they put bacteria under the pyramid, those bacteria went away. Why? Does Ormus move away from cell phones? All important questions. What's what's Ormus? Orbitally rearranged monatomic elements. So I sell Galactivate Ormus on my Etsy shop. And it's basically an alkaline substance that helps your tummy feel better if you're you know having acidic Western American diet. I need that. <laughs> I take Tums every day. Sure, I, I'll look you it's up. not it's not enough. For real. Um, so, you know, ET contact could just be explained as a, accessing a higher uh, brain pattern. Um, so, so let me ask you this. Uh, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying, and, and it makes me say, like, oh, if I drink too much, does that does, – let's say, let's say I'm, I get drunk right now. Does that prohibit me from contact, contacting because, of, because I've lowered my brain waves? Well, yes and no. If you're – getting toe up as they say you're doing uh what some people call opening a portal now i don't want to ruin your night (laughs) but uh i've heard of people mixing coke and vodka and seeing a demon portal open next to them and the demon's ready to jump through Um, i don't talk about that kind of thing for important reasons but you know in santeria they spit the wine out the mouth on the altar, they don't drink the wine. So I'm not saying don't have a drink, have a little beer, like I'm not saying that. But as a means for contact, I think there are other ways. But if you're mediumistic, it, maybe it opens a portal to good stuff. I don't really know, I'm not, I'm not a heavy drinker. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think our souls are supposed to be doing? Do you think you accidentally tapped into the fact that you are a, are a starseed? Or that you're supposed to know you're a starseed? Certain things. Oh, there is what's called, I, I've been studying the spiritual laws. I've studied the spiritual laws, and there are a lot of spiritual laws that exist, just like laws of physics. And if you're a musician, you may, you may know what keeping and holding a rhythm is. So there's a spiritual law called the law of rhythm where souls who go into the afterlife feel magnetically drawn to go back to earth to reincarnate from the astral plane. And so when you say soul, I think about dimensions or planes of existence beyond the astral, which is heavily connected to earth. So when you're going to a soul level, you're going to the causal planes, you're going to heaven realms that are hard, like nirvanic, buddhic, layers that are hard to grasp as we focus here 
Uh-huh. But it's possible to experience that while here. So it's like asking, it's like the thumb asking the entire body, what are you? The thumb of your hand. Yeah. Asking your body, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. What the soul is doing. No, 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 I know. That's great. That, no, I think that, that's a great answer. I just didn't know if you, because so, I mean, some people have a specific answer. That's all. And you know what I mean? And, or a purpose or whatever. And I'm like, I think that that's a great parallel to, to think about it because I, you know, I often say that like, I don't know. I qu- always question if I should be focusing on, on getting my brain into um, higher frequencies, if that's what I should be doing, or if I should just be enjoying myself because my, my soul is coming to have a life experience. So the reason why you're disconnected from your past is because you want to disconnect to have a new experience. But if I, if I spend this whole experience trying to connect to something that I'm supposed to on supposed to be cutting off, it's like a wasted life. And I don't know. That's what I contemplate. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) Oh, that's such an ill question. If you're wasting time, if why your memories are blocked. Yeah. What's the whole point? And why do I exist? These are really big questions. (laughs) <laughs> I have answers. <laughs> first of all, here's an answer. So first of all, you don't remember, you already kind of answered this, but you don't remember your past lives because you already said it, you have to learn something new. And when souls remember all their soul family, they become clan-like. And nobody wants to be called a cult these days. If you think about it, nobody wants to be called a cult. So, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And your spiritual friend, your, your witch friend is like, yeah, you had a past life with the, your, your lover. <laughs> and so uh, it's kind of a joke now. But when you think about eternity, uh, why we create, I, I, don't, I don't know why you like, get really angsty feeling. Like I feel really uncomfortable in my physical body thinking about that because there's this feeling of, purposelessness and wanting to be really clear along this linear path and that's part of the human experience is experiencing linearity so i'm telling myself okay if i'm projecting here as an extraterrestrial or a higher soul then i must be doing that for a very specific reason there must have been a reason why got into this whole spirituality yeah, I forgot about it as a teenager. Like I came back to it, and it was a really emotional experience. And so, part of me is like, maybe I came here to experience feelings or something. Maybe I came here to experience a whole bunch of stuff. And it has to be linear for a reason, because they say star seeds think cyclically. But if I'm operating in a higher brain pattern, then instead of thinking in a one, like a one-track mind that's linear or even circular, why don't I think about it mercabically? Why don't I think about it as a, a dodecahedronally? Yeah. That, that is why we're here. <sighs> oh, it's, I, I think that that's really great, and, it's, and it sucks because you, you might not ever be able to have that conversation. <laughs> 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 because I'm totally into it and like i don't 
I don't know how much more I could say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, humans are getting smarter. You have to believe, like, humans are getting smarter. Yes, with information has been withheld from us. How do you control people? You take away their knowledge. You take away their self-esteem. You hide their history from them and warp it to maintain a control. You make them fight each other. Yep, you, yep. You figure out all their desires. You control them sexually. You control them materially. You control them. And uh, my husband describes it as giving the monkeys the keys to the cage. A lot of monkeys, sorry the pun, don't want to leave the cage. So what's the cage? Have you ever have you guys ever looked at a uh, seen the flower of life geometry? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever stared at it? Like really, really gone into it and looked at it? Cause my answer is yes, because I feel like there's when when like earlier when you said that that plants give us information, and I agree with that. I always question if lights light gives us information and it and it has to because our dna gives us information too like everything gives us information so where is there information that i'm not paying attention to so so geometrical patterns that exist from different sounds you know um it makes me say like here is a, a geometrical pattern energy that's hitting me vibrational my entire life and i can't perceive it and i don't see it and it means nothing to me, but that doesn't mean it's not giving me information just because my brain can't figure it out. Right. So I've looked at the flower of life pattern going like, this is, I have to look at this because it could be giving me information that I need that I'm not getting. But anyways, go on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, like I have to sit up in my chair. like so my style losing balance. Whoa. That was awesome. Um, yeah, well, it can look like a box. Uh, you know those when you were in third grade and you learned how to draw the three-dimensional cube? Yeah. You can see that in the flower of life. But then they have versions of it where it opens up in different directions and keeps on going. And if you think about our minds, whether you're Buddhist or not, if you think about the mind, you know, some people are called closed-minded versus being open-minded. Um, it's a label, you know, <laughs> but when you are open versus closed, you're having a slightly different experience. So we talked about vortices and Sedona, like what is that? It's an open spinning energy. And this, this, you know, I, I, I approach this rationally because these things scare me too. And, you know, some people want to jump into a portal. Like some people want to sit in a vortex. That's just their nature. Other people you know, I'll like dip my toe in there, see what happens, and just like dip back out of it. Some people just don't really care. Oh, there's a, there's a magnetic grid around our planet. Like they don't care about how turtles 
swim along a magnetic grid in the ocean to get from A to B without knowing. They just do it. You know, maybe there's a geometry for them. Yeah, for sure. Their perception of the universe is different from ours. Go on. I'd like to know what the turtles perceive. <laughs> the Native Americans say that the universe began on the back of a turtle. And, and I can only nerd out with this carbon-based six life form idea that we may be evolving into some new form, which the starseeds say is a silica-based, so silica being a seven base rather than being carbon base six. What the heck is that? Yeah, I know, right? Um, but what was it? The universe was built on the back of a turtle? Yeah, it's a creation myth. So I, I've heard that before, but I've never, when you said that, it made me go like, oh, they just mean a magnetic field. They don't mean a turtle at all. They just know that the turtle sees the magnetic field. I know that's that's not true. I'm just speculating. Oh. That's a fun. <laughs> wow. And they're like, oh, I want to be the, a turtle. Yeah, the story transfers like, oh, the back of a turtle, man, turtle shell. That's hard. And and they meant like, no, 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 the the magnetic field line. <laughs> but they can't correct them because they've been dead for centuries. Whatever. Well, isn't it all? Just, isn't it all just? It's 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 it's, it's an exercise. It's an exercise in like. Where did we come from? Oh, we we were built on the top of a turtle. What's below the turtle? Another turtle. That's the that's the whole turtles all the way down thing. So it's like, I mean, that's just like, yeah. a, I, I mean, you guys are talking a lot about like what point of life is, and 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 I don't I don't know. I I feel like if you're looking for an answer to the point of life, you've missed the point already. Like the the entire point of life is to experience life. Uh, and that's why that's why I reject a lot of this stuff because I don't feel that any of it, you know, like behooves me to be a better person. Like knowing any of this stuff does not help me at all. Like what helps me is like going through life and meeting people and like navigating the world that I live in. I I don't know. I mean, I hadn't talked in a while. <laughs> I know, but so that- you're kind of like you're kind of like a bird. Uh, what, def, I mean, just uh, explain that. You said you like to meet people and navigate. They fly around and go to the many places, and they they talk a lot and hang out with other birds. I guess. I mean, I guess. Like, I just think it's like it's more about not to be cliche, but like it's the journey, not the destination, right? So if you're constantly going like, what is the point of this? Aren't you missing it? Aren't you going, aren't you? The Ferris Bueller quote is stop and look around. Life is great. Stop and look around once in a while. You might, or you might miss it. Like that's very apropos to like how I approach life, which is just day by day, minute by minute. Um, so how are you dealing with this quarantine? It's like Ferris Bueller every day now. The so the quarantine throws challenges in your face and 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 that's your life then. You go like, oh, "Okay, I've been challenged in this way. I'll overcome that. Like, let's see how I handled this." For the most part, it's not affected me because I because I work from home anyway, and so I haven't been that challenged by it. Um I just think, I don't know, man. It's like, 
I think it's more about like observing other people's reactions to it and learning from them than it is like, how do I get out of this quarantine? Like, how can I make my life better? Because there's no way out of it. So you might as well just chill and you know, I, we, 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 we have like these, these zoom meetings with people and you can see the ones who are like getting very frustrated by it. Uh, and you just kind of want to help them like get through it because I'm not struggling like mentally. I don't have cabin fever or any, any, whatever you want to call it. And so, but I see the ones who do it and I go like, Oh fuck, how can I help them out? Like, I don't know. I, I just like all of this is, I haven't understood most of what you guys have been talking about. The only thing that I've grasped onto is what, you know, what is, what is like, what is the reason? Like who are star seeds and like, what is the Orion council? And like all this shit, it just doesn't mean anything to me because in my world, it's about here now. And that's why I hate that I haven't spoken for so long because I, I feel like I've been like missing an experience no, but I can't, no, I can't, having, I don't get it. You're having a healthy defense mechanism, in my opinion, because you're not giving it meaning precisely. You're, you don't have, this is where, a lot, this is like, I would just say you're, you're of a healthy, uh, um, healthy mindset because you are not getting pulled by just someone throwing facts your way. I would describe you as a critical thinker which is what we were all taught. We should have all been taught in college. Like, you, you know, being the generation after Jenner and X that totally mistrust, like if you guys saw X files, they're like, trust no one. And yeah. how, like, how are you supposed to know what is real in this world that feels so shitty like now? And what do you do with that? It's like, I'm here to say, okay, guys, Life is throwing us a curveball. Life through keeps throwing me some curveballs, but I'm playing ball. Like I'm in it, so it's no offense. I, so there are times where I would just love to sit back, uh, but I'm I'm in this game. And well, no, I, I wouldn't say that I'm sitting. I'm playing the game too. I'm just I'm in I'm, this cosmic thing. Some some cosmic. Oh, so yeah, you're still. you're doing it cosmically. I'm doing it like realistically. No, I'm doing it realistically because when something's presented to you, you know, like this Corona thing, a lot of people don't want to believe it's real. A lot of people are like, this is fake. And that's where I need the wow scale because I want to know, is this a hoax or are people really dying? So kind of, there's so many things that are going on in this universe it, the rabbit hole is eternal <laughs> i'm a tiny little little minuscule part of this huge with a fascinating event going on and i'm saying it's real so uh, whether you want to believe it or not it's up to you i leave that in your hands you you get to decide if the Ryan Council is real, you get to decide if ETs exist, if we're becoming an interstellar race, if it's possible to have magical powers, and you know that we can get through this sort of isolating experience that 
makes us question our own sanity and fear for our lives even. Uh, at least we have this privilege to talk about it through our technology to sort of create some kind of awareness or change or healing. This is Listen, I mean, I, I'll, I'll believe in all of that and it doesn't change my life in any way. Like I, I, I say this to Willie all the time, like that's fine. Like it's fine. I'll, I'll believe in it. And it, does not affect me, you know, because it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I would rather worry about like uh, coming up with a, a new fucking TV show, whatever bullshit that I'm doing, like playing with my cat, than, than, than trying to figure out like what the point of the universe is. Well, l- let me ask you this stupid side question. Um, <laughs> Let's say, let's say I figure, cause I believe in, in telekinesis. I just, I don't think I can attain it while I have my specific diet that I have, the way that I drink, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, what if, what if I could figure out telekinesis and I started doing it? Do you think that the world would change if I could prove to them that I could just, that I could control it and just do it like, like, um, X-Men style. Do you feel like, um, because obviously more people would, if one person could show everybody, they're like, hey, telekinesis is real. Look at me doing it. It would make people go like, oh, I can do it too. And um, so do you think the world would change if somebody could do that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't believe that you could do it. Like if I, if I, if I were to believe that you could, like, I don't even understand what that is, you know, like. No, no, but I'm asking hypothetically, if I could do it, do you think the world would change because I could prove it? Telekinesis? Yeah. Not even me. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about if one person started doing telekinesis, do you think the world would change? Well, I, I, you know, I mean, even like corporations and stuff, it's like, well, you can't fly because you might accidentally crash us. Uh, whether it be fear, reasoning or not, do you think the world would change because special powers were real? Well, yeah, I mean, duh, of course they would. If you, if you have a legit, if you have a legit power where you can do telekinesis, yeah. I mean, that's insane, but that's science fiction. By it? Who do you think would be affected by it? What kind of? I I feel like um I feel like law enforcement would would 100% change because you know they survive on the fear of people so it's like well, you can't protect us against them so like they would need some kind of well aren't you just talking about X-Men? Yeah, well well yeah yeah but I but I mean like I'm just contemplating it because I believe that that power is real but I'm like oh well and you don't. I'm just speculating. Like, well, if somebody proved it, wouldn't I mean? How would your life change? I guess it would. It would not change my life in <laughs> any way. Okay, the, the, the proper question. The proper question to ask Wayne is, Wayne, what's your favorite supernatural ability? My favorite supernatural ability, or the supernatural ability that I would want to possess. Both. Um, 
uh, well, shit. I mean, if there's no rules, um, I think my favorite would be uh, 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 what's it what's it called when you when you can um, when you can tele- teleportation. I think my favorite would be teleportation. I think that would be a fun, and I would love to have it. But I think if if I got to choose one, it would be just like manifesting a hamburger anytime. If I could just manifest or yeah, I would stick with a hamburger. I, I was, I wanted to say like any food, but if I could just get a hamburger at any point and I could just eat hamburgers for the rest of my life, I would never have to worry about food again. That would be fun. I think that would be cool. Cause what am I going to transport myself to? Like, I don't, I don't need to go anywhere. What am I to transport to? Russia well, or something? Trans- you could transport to the hamburger joint. So I guess it, Depends where you want to. Then I would have to pay for it, though. If I could, uh, that that (laughs) I I love that so much because I would love to create um, my favorite food in the world, and then just create the vegan version. But it it like is and it's filled filled with vitamins, but it tastes exactly the same. Like, yeah, I need that. Why would you? Why would you need to make a vegan version? It's vegan by definition. It came from nothing. You manifested it. It's it's nothing. It's nothing, and then it exists. There's okay. no cow that died. The best part about shooting the pilot, besides hanging out with you guys, was the sandwich. What sandwich? Did we have a sandwich? When we, when we shot the pilot, this guy uh, went and got us lunch, and it was just so regal. It's like, somebody's buying me a sandwich for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even remember that because we work on shoots all the time and that's just is how lunch happens. Yeah. It's like talk about pyramids and we'll bring you food. Okay. <laughs> that's why my power is perfect. I I I just get food whenever I want it. This this has me scared to be honest. I I mean, if you're going to manifest hamburgers, I don't know. If, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm, I'm <laughs> seriously terrified of hamburger manifestors. <laughs> well, I won't eat? do it in front of you if it's a problem. But you wouldn't. You wouldn't yeah. have. You wouldn't eat one of Wade's hamburgers. All right. Well, our Wade's hamburgers. I mean, I don't believe me. Okay, I don't believe it exists. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> You don't believe meat exists? I don't believe meat exists. No. Uh no no meat definitely no no meat has to be real. It just it's there. I mean, you don't see the burger. Like how does it get to the burger? It's animal and then it's a burger. How do you know <laughs> eat an animal? Well, I think that's the whole reason there's the, that's the that's the entire backlash against uh, you know, factory farms, right? Cuz it's like Oh, what are you actually feeding us? Like it's a it's a huge issue. Yeah, I mean some some people treat it as a religion. If you look at the giant arch, it's like the holy arch of the the Champs McDonald's. <laughs> it's right there next to Champs Elysees, the Arc de Triomphe. And then the guy yeah, like, who want to speak English to you, he's like, "Screw you! You can't speak French. No burger." 
America. Can't you can't you uh, can't you turn? You can be looking at the pyramids and then turn the other way, and there's like a KFC right there. So P- is a Pizza Hut? Las Vegas. Yeah. Like people have no, taken, in the real at the real one. Yeah, people have taken a picture oh. of the pyramids um, in the Pizza Hut shop, so the Pizza Hut logo is over the pyramids. It's fucking great. Yeah. I mean, like that's the most fascinating thing in the world to me. That it's like, yeah, whatever you think this ancient site is, there's a giant city right next to it, and no one's ever seen that view of the pyramids with the city behind it. I'm like, that's what I want to see. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, how did we get, from, how did we go from these, you know, you talk about these advanced civilizations and this ancient Sumerian Anunnaki and ziggurats and these spaceports that Zechariah Sitchens mentions. It's not Eden. It's actually a spaceport. And now we have, I don't know. Okay, we have SpaceX, but how do we get to burger joints and... You know, people with dirty fingernails. I, I I don't get it. It's called sanitizer. <laughs> I no, I mean, yeah, I get it. I think. Um, listen, it's the world is the world is against us. We're done for. You know what yeah. I mean. You're still alive now. So if we're done for, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> I don't think it can be changed. I think I think it's a stacked deck and we got nothing in our hand. Well, I, um, I mean, listen, I hope I'm not jumping the gun. I, I'll just do my closing statement on all this, right? We're... This episode, we're about, we're hitting the two hour mark. Um, when I think about, every, like I listen, I believe star seeds are a reality. I don't think that a, a star seed themselves can even handle what that information means because they're not meant to. Um, how, but 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 I feel like us as a society here are meant to go forward into the galactic universe together. And so this is a testing ground and we're failing because we are, are not doing anything together. we sure we've got our clans, but we don't have any, everything together as a humanity. And um, I, I, I put that, I put that blame onto the people in charge and maybe they know, maybe they don't. Um, maybe maybe they know and they're trying like how do you keep let's say everyone was a superman and you wanted to be in charge how do you you can't be in charge everyone's a superman so the way you become in charge is you you don't tell their kids that their kids are superman you know and generationally we lose our power I, i mean that's a weird lame fucking stupid thing but i'm just saying that like I believe that we do have the possibility of powers, but that's supposed to be for another realm. And so what we're supposed to be doing here is seeing if we can handle the next realm's responsibility. Um, and so since, since we can't, we're not going to move on. 
eventually maybe humanity will work together and be a society um, that is together, but we're really far from that. And so it's weird to exist in this time when if I think that's what people are supposed to be doing and most people aren't doing that and I can't convince them, then I don't want to give up, but I just need to work harder on myself. But that's going to take me away from the life that I'm currently living because you can't go down that path and live the life that you're currently living. So it's just weird to me. And so when I, like Krista, I know I may have talked too much. I know my thoughts were not put together, but I just, I have too many questions and um, there are, are no right or wrong answers. I just want to hear your answers. And it was great hearing your perspective. You're, you're a voice of encouragement and I love the philosophy conversation with the rational perspective to keep us grounded like can you rub two logs together and start a fire with enough oxygen um and you mentioned superman superwoman super team because they have a power i mean superman had a heck of a lot of powers but just start with one power Maybe you can move a pencil with your mind. There are people who can do that. I've seen a guy move a glass of water with ice cubes in it across the table with his mind. Um, does he think he's special? I mean, he has to feed his daughter, you know. Um, but if, maybe your superpower is you read really fast. Maybe your superpower is you play the hell out of the guitar, like Jimi Hendrix. Um, millennials are ready for magic, I think, and we're kind of tired of the crap. So it's like any means necessary. We're gonna make this planet better. Like I said, it's a cleanup job. But you know, if you want to think there's a reward system for this, why not? But it should really start with you. It should really start from inside of you. How like, do you like yourself? <laughs> and I think we're here to show each other our own capacities and not be scared to put them out there in the world because it's a lot of star seeds are scared. And I'm scared too, but I'm doing it anyway. That's awesome. Do you have any plugs? Please check out www.kristarisa.com. For my story, access to 10 different books and paperback and Kindle, access to my rap music, rap handle Esoterra, Cosmic Esoteric Rap. Also, my online courses are available on christangels.teachable.com. But first and foremost, you got to check out my Etsy shop. We are planting trees and bringing back the 90s to star seeds on christasangels.etsy.com. Over now, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. This is awesome. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Krista, thanks for being here. Uh, are you sticking around for the bonus episode? Heck yeah. Or do you have to go? Yeah. Okay. So thanks for listening. We are going to continue the conversation. Patreon.com slash real life sci-fi. Uh, Remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. 
Bye.